This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Episode 100 will be exactly like every other episode and unlike every other episode. That's my thinking. Intriguing. Hey, honey, who's that dude who makes high codes? A game show rules that'll stump Dr. Who. The same one comes to mind, that's a rare find. With questions that's designed to intertwine your mind. It's that captain, game show, never the same flow. Winners on the menu, but it's never the same goal. Just funning with some friends who end up contestants. Keeping them guessing in this three-round session. I confess, it's the best thing that's not on TV. Transform pop culture into social graffiti. It's me, the DB, the hip-hop advocate. They asked for a theme song, so I took a stab at it. Crafted like magic and handled till it's done. Flame broad like steak, discovered an A1 with the size of a whole cosmic potato. We could get down if you're willing and able, but you gotta be quick with it and quick with it. Improv on demand, the host gets sick with it. Trust me, there's no need for an alter ego. You know, we know, it's just Captain Game Show. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, all and none of the above, to the 100th episode of Captain Game Show. Woohoo! <laughs> I am screwed, and I thought, no, this is, that's inappropriate. <laughs> you know, people have been asking me how long I plan to keep doing this podcast, and I always tell them the same thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Literally, no one has ever asked me that. <laughs> I'm just trying to get attention. So... A few episodes ago, I entered that episode 100 would be just like every other episode, but also unlike every other episode. Uh, So here's what that means. Uh, The games on tonight's show are the games that I think are some of my absolute favorites, but typically I avoid them because the clues take a long, long time to write. And if I do happen to do one of these in a show, I certainly won't do more than one. Mm. And I definitely wouldn't do three of them. But for the 100th episode, you're getting the full Monty. Oh, God. Oh, no, yeah. not, put, put, put the, not the full Monty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even, like, guess how many hours I spent scrolling Facebook and Twitter to, like, procrastinate while I was writing this show. It took a long time. Mm. Uh, but ultimately... <laughs> I got my shit together, and now I present that shit to you. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep that. That's fine if, by me. Let's meet tonight's guest. <laughs> Brandon. Hello. Sean. Yes, I am here. And David. Howdy. David Roberson, not Rob, not Bowers. Roberson. Yes. Right? Roberson. Roberson. Damn it. That's right. It's okay. Robson Robertson. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he's never heard that before. Yeah, I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> he says with disdain. <laughs> I'd say for the record that it wasn't me who said it. That was right. noted. <laughs> Round one. Round one. I call this game Stream of Consciousness. Fight. It doesn't seem like this game would be hard to write, but it is. 
questions for these games on the show are often just this side of random and are usually only held together by the slightest of threads. In this round, the only thing the answers in this game have in common is the game itself. Each question will pick up on some word or phrase from the previous question, and as I am writing this, I have no idea what any of these questions will be about. Um, these are going to be assigned, and I'll kind of explain it as we go, but basically, uh, I will ask you a question. Some part of the next question will pick up from the last question. And you can, yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as always in writing this, this, this is why it's hard to write. As always in writing this, uh, this particular game, I just kind of looked around for something to start with. And on my desk was a bag of potato chips. Speaking of potato chips, Brandon, Matt Damon supplemented his diet with potatoes when he played Mark Watney of The Martian. Who wrote the book, The Martian? Andy Weir. That is correct. So the next question will pick up on some word or phrase from the question that I just asked. That'll be the springboard. If you guys can correctly guess which word or phrase I'm going to draw into the next question, you'll get a bonus point. I will repeat the question. Speaking of potatoes, Matt Damon supplemented his diet with potatoes when he played Mark Watney of The Martian, who wrote that book. I'm going to go with Mark. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with book. Okay. I'm going to go with potato. All right. Speaking of Martians. Oh, <laughs> I, I should have gone for the obvious one. The Mars Candy Company produces M&Ms. Sean, this is your question. Okay. Which of the following has never been an m M&M, at least according to my research, and I did my best, which of the following has never been an M&M flavor? Jalapeno, German chocolate cake, peanut brittle, or candy apple? I'm going to go with jalapeno. Incorrect. Anybody uh, want to steal it? Candy apple? Incorrect. Oh. David, you got a 50 50 shot. <laughs> um, I can't remember the others that you that you named. German chocolate, <laughs> or, German chocolate or peanut brittle? Oh, um, German chocolate. Correct. M&M does have some crazy flavors out there. It did. Man, I, peanut was... brittle would have to be good. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it would have to be good to exist or by its nature it's probably going to be good I mean I, it's a peanut brittle M&M would have to be a, amazing I would think I mean I need to find some of those jalapeno M&M's now oh yeah they're out there I mean if they did like a jalapeno pineapple M&M yeah, yeah. <laughs> technically wouldn't any M&M made in Germany be a German chocolate M&M <laughs> German chocolate cake Oh. Nice try. Alright, so which word am I pick which word or phrase am I picking up from? Speaking of Mars, the Mars Candy Company produces MMs. Which of the following has never been an MM flavor? Jalapeno, German chocolate cake, peanut brittle, or candy apple? Um apple. Okay. Let's go with company. 
Okay. Brittle. That would have been good. I should have done that. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of apples. Ooh. In 1976, David, this is yours. In 1976, Steve Jobs and his business partner co-founded Apple Incorporated. Mm-hmm. What was the name of his partner? Oh, um, of course, I'm not going to remember it now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know this. I'm sure you do. I really know this. Three seconds. I can't think of the name. Brandon. I know the name. <laughs> Steve Wozniak. That's it. Right. Damn it. All right. Repeating the question. Speaking of apples, in 1976, Steve Jobs and his business partner co-founded Apple Incorporated. What was the name of his partner? Let's go with Jobs. Okay. Um, speaking of partners. Okay. Co-founded. All right. Brandon, this is yours. Speaking of Jobs, Ooh. <laughs> Alex Tre- Alex Trebek has had the same job as the host of Jeopardy since it premiered in 1984. He is a dual citizen of America and what other country? I'm going to go with Canada. Correct. I believe it's pronounced Canadia. Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Canada. I believe you believe that. <laughs> All right. Do I need to repeat the question? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of jobs, Alex Trebek has had the same job as the host of Jeopardy since it premiered in 1984. He is a dual citizen of America and what other country? Uh, speaking of premieres. Speaking of 1984. Uh, citizenship. Speaking of hosts. <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> The 2006 movie The Host was directed by Bong Joon-ho of South Korea. He also directed Snowpiercer, Parasite, and this Netflix original movie about a gigantic but adorable genetically modified pig creature. Sean, this is yours. Uh, I remember seeing the ad for it and can't remember the name of it. It was a good movie. It was cute. I have no, I, I don't know. Brandon. I know what letter it starts with, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Brandon. Okja? Yes. Yep, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one! That was I was going to say two girls, one chop. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> Netflix. Not just... Never mind. They're fighting over a pork chop. What do you want? Speaking of hosts, the 2006 movie The Host was directed by Bong Joon-ho of South Korea. He also directed Snowpiercer, Parasite, and this Netflix original movie about a gigantic but adorable genetically modified pig creature. Speaking of genetically modified. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of creatures. Speaking of hoes. (laughs) Speaking of hoes. Oh, got it. <laughs> That's not correct. I'm going to give you a point, David. <laughs> I'm I'm not playing by your system. I'm just trying to get laughs. You understand? <laughs> Even if it's only from I, me. I, I think that is his system. Though. Yeah, fortunately yeah, for you, much. that actually is part of the system. 
Speaking of South Korea, David, this is your question. Last question of the round. Oh, Lord. Speaking of South Korea, the character Red Foreman from that 70s show was a veteran of the Korean War. The show also starred Wilmer Valderrama as this character of indeterminate national origin. Yes. Sean the Steel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you uh, what Fed stands for. Yeah, me too. Um, me three. Apparently, yeah. we all like the show, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you can all just imagine that you got the same bonus. <laughs> Even though you didn't. Good job, everyone. <laughs> Round two. Another one of my favorite games that takes forever to write, uh, which is why you haven't heard it in a while. I call this game MC Rapper Name. Fight! <laughs> this game is based on the idea that anyone or anything that has an actual MC at the start of their name should theoretically be dope on the mic. Hmm. I've recorded some rhymes as if I was this person or thing whose name begins with MC or MAC, Mick or Mac. Uh, don't want this to be a buzz in. No, let's assign. Um, I will play it, and if you need me to repeat it, just saying the lyrics instead of spitting them, <laughs> I will do that. But know that you will lose some respect in my eyes. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, all right, David, we're starting with yes. you. I lost res- I lost John's respect like years ago. <laughs> Silence, please. I'm an American god, but that shit ain't new to me. I've been running the game since 1870. I put the swearing, swearing, but this wood ain't dead. Call out my homie John Wick so we can paint the town red. Did you get that? No. <laughs> I don't think replaying is going to help. I have no idea. Okay, so you heard it. You just didn't get it. No, I just didn't <laughs> I should have specific. Did you hear that? <laughs> I mean, I didn't hear like the first half of it. But then I heard John Wick and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not going to know that. <laughs> Brandon? <laughs> okay, well there's more clues in there. <laughs> uh... I wouldn't feel right if I didn't play it at least once more. I want you at least to hear the whole question. Sure. I'm an American god, but that shit ain't new to me. I've been running the game since 1870. I put the swearing, swearing, but this wood ain't dead. Call out my homie John Wick so we can paint the town red. No better? No. Okay. I'm sorry. Brandon. Is that Ian MC Shane? <laughs> Ian McShane is fine. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I try to jazz it up. Got it. I've never heard that name, so you would recognize him. You would recognize. You've him. seen him and you've heard his voice. He was a uh, swear engine on Deadwood. I yeah. <laughs> saw that. I he have was, a policy uh, against things that get canceled without an ending. So once that happened, I was like, I'm not going to watch that. Oh, but now they have a movie. I I've, I I recently became aware of that, but. <laughs> I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Brandon. Uh, this is a slight departure. Um, you will finish the rhyme. Ready? No. 
Excellent. I got the skills of the mic. Y'all jalopy shot to emulate and hitting photo finishes. Your ass is in the starting gate. Kachow, the best you've ever seen. They're in gone in a flash. So I'm Wait, were you singing over the top of that? I mixed it up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Play it again. I, I, I missed that last part because I was not ready for that. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. I got the skills on the mic. Y'all jalopy shot to emulate and hitting photo finishes. Your ass is in the starting gate. Kachow, the best you've ever seen. They're in gone in a flash. So I'm... I should get this one because it's referencing a fandom that I love, but I, I, my brain is not suited to finish your rhymes. Um, before I speak the lyrics, see what I'm going to try still. No. Okay. <laughs> I got the skills on the mic. Y'all jalopies try to emulate. I'm hitting photo finishes. Your ass is in the starting gate. Sean. Kachow, the best you've ever seen. They're in Gone in a Flash. That's why I'm... Brandon. Sean. Sean. Uh, Lightning McQueen. MC Queen. <laughs> yeah. I really <coughs> I really misheard your recording there, so I'm, that's my bad. That's my bad. I heard completely different words. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, just... Uh, Explicit lyrics on this one. I got that flavor that you be craving. Salt and pepper, cause you know that shit is basic. Get you some basil or try a Cajun. A dash of me and your cuisine will be amazing. Oh. I'm, wave, I'm waving my magic wand and I am uh, converting this round to a buzz in round. Can I go to my kitchen? No. <laughs> your real podcast you'd be recording in the kitchen <laughs> with a blanket over your head yeah really brandon 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 mccormick yes there you go mm. <laughs> as much as i've seen that stupid commercial for cinnamon dancing on your tongue crap that mccormick runs on the cw i should have known that <laughs> i hate that commercial all right buzz in Here's your one chance, haters, don't let me down. I stop shooting for the queen, I'm giving up my crown. I'm leaving music and acting in psych. George's lights keep going out because I keep blowing up the mic. Sean. Sean. Uh, MC is a Megan, what's her name? Megan Markle? Uh... <laughs> oh, no, the, not that the... queen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just throw out queen and acting and everything. And yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, it's the. Half point. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, okay. Oh, I, I, I know the property. Um, I think it is. Uh, I'm going to give you another chance to buzz it, Sean. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the lyrics. Okay. Or I'm going to try to... Well, I'll do my best with these lyrics. Right, here we go. Here's your one chance, haters, don't let me down. To stop shooting for the queen, I'm giving up my crown. I'm leaving music and acting and psych. George's lights keep going out because I keep blowing up the mic. Oh, dude. I don't know. Is nope. it MC Nugget? <laughs> no. 
and oh. stop playing MC like that. Just say that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a character in a. It's Reba. There's a character. It's is this a Netflix show? It's Reba McIntyre. Oh. Oh. Here's your one chance, haters. Don't let me down. Reference to Fancy. Now stop shooting for the queen. I'm giving up my crown. I'm leaving music and acting and psych. Georgia's lights keep going out because I keep blowing up the mic. That's fine. Well, yeah. Now that you're explaining it, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> then you should do great on this one. <laughs> Hi, you might remember me from this film or that show or the way I dominate with my dope rhyme and stick flow. I live in Springfield now, and I'll be honest, this sucks. I'm not a graph share kid. Five bucks. I mean, uh, Sean. Sean. Uh, I don't know where the MC comes in. Is then it's not the right answer. <laughs> no. I guess I don't have it. Never mind. <laughs> All right, Dave. Hi, you might remember me from... I can't do his voice. Hi. Dave buzzed in, right? Yeah, I did. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Great. Go ahead. I was going to I was gonna say MC Rib. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> Troy McClure from okay. The Simpsons. Right. Hi, you might remember me from such films as. Uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. I knew, I knew it was The Simpsons, but yeah. I'm the only sure. one that I remember rapping was Bart when he did the Bart Man. But... <laughs> <laughs> I just throw away the parts of John's rhymes that don't make sense to me, and I try to focus on the things that I do know. That's <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> uh. Okay, so I felt fairly confident about Reba McIntyre and Troy McClure, so I'm feeling very not confident about this one. So good luck. <laughs> and this is more of an R&B, actually. Than <laughs> Back in the day, there was no GPS. I knew the way, so you wouldn't have to guess. Show me some Random. love and let me guide you near or far. Cause I'm in the glove, the glove compartment of your damn car. <laughs> Brandon. Rand McNally? Yeah. I was just talking I, about those with somebody the other day. Maps? Rand McNally maps specifically. Small world. <laughs> As it Rand wasn't John, if anybody's concerned about that. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. You and John just having all these discussions about maps, and then maps ends up on the game show. How about that? <laughs> Dude, you miss Reba McIntyre. You can't say nothing. <laughs> all right, next one. Yeah, I'm half muggle. Don't misread the sitch. I promise you, I'm 100% that witch from Professor to Headmistress. You can read about how Potter Granger Weasley, my office now. I want to slow it down. Yeah, I'm half muggle. Don't misread the sitch. I promise you, I'm 100% that witch. <laughs> From Professor to Headmistress, you can read Brandon. about how Potter, Granger, Weasley, my office now. Brandon. McGonagall. Yeah. All right. Sean, I'm assigning this to you. Okay. 
When you need a family friend or a bro up in space, you hear my voice even when you don't see my face. Call me Peter, call me Brian, call me Stewie too. Or call me up if you fly in to join the crew. Oh, you know this one, Troy. Say it, say, it, say, it, say it again. Slower. Okay. And with feeling. <laughs> Once right. more with feeling. <laughs> no, no, that's just messing you up. <laughs> When you need a family friend or a bro up in space, you'll hear my voice even when you don't see my face. Oh, yeah, I got call it. Me okay. Peter, call me Brian, call me Stewie too, or call me up if you fly enough to join my crew. Yeah, McFarlane. First name, please. Seth McFarlane. Thank you. Todd McFarlane's going to show up on another episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. David, I'm assigning mm-hmm. this last one to you. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> you really should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should be, but I won't be. Don't want to try to do this live. We want you to try to do it live. I, I would think love for a more entertaining show if you did it live. I would love for you to do it live. All right. <clears throat> Yo, chickens and dogs and cats and pigs and cows and bees and ducks, beans, <laughs> quacks and buzzes and moos and oinks, meows and wolves and clucks. Yo. <laughs> MC Donald. Half a point. What? Stop saying it like that. <laughs> but I think old McDonald is old MacDonald, M A C Donald. Uh, if you remember from the instructions, MACs are acceptable. No, so I, I know. It wouldn't be MC Donald, it would be MAC Donald. Why am I only getting half the point? When did that happen? I mean, in his defense, I think he told Sean and I not to, but. Oh, you felt I was specifying? No, it was. I'm told oh, no, I didn't hear anything like that. Mm, fine. You must have <laughs> We've cut ruined out. his game. You must have cut out while you were gibbering the nonsense there. The nonsense <laughs> of the rules. <laughs> Was it a rule that happened after the game started, like most of them? Yes. <laughs> What's your point? This is how this game I plays. Call, I call that consistency. If I do it every time. <laughs> All right. Round two is done, which means it is time for an intermission improv. Uh, I considered going super easy on this, but that's kind of what most intermission improvs are anyway. So... Continuing the theme of the most difficult things for me to write, I was like, okay, which one do I kind of dread doing? That would have to be mistakes on purpose. Test your might. Not because the game's not fun, not because the game's even particularly hard to play, but because it's a pain to explain it. (laughs) I knew it. I knew that's why. So here we go. Uh, The game goes like this. Uh, You guys will take turns giving quick descriptions of common things for me to guess. But you pretend you can't remember what the thing is called, and I have to guess the actual name of the actual thing. Um, I will say what the thing is, and I will designate the next person to say the next thing. Uh, For example, I say, Sean, you start. Sean looks around, he sees table. He says, okay, what's that thing? It's flat on the top. You can write on it or you can, you know, put your food down to eat on it. Sometimes sometimes strippers dance on it. I don't know. I would say that that would be a table. 
right, Sean? Top three or, uses of table, definitely, right there. Yeah. That's a, that's a table, right, Brandon? And Brandon says, no, a table is like a... It's like a fairy tale with animals, and you know it's got a moral at the end of the story, and it teaches a lesson. I said, "Nope, that's a fable, right, David?" And David says, "No, a fable is um, it's that it's the thing you hook part. up your modem to." Exactly, exactly. You get it, or at least you get it well enough. <laughs> was that really all of that? Yeah. All right, just making sure that I did all the MC rapper names. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go back. Let's go back to round two. If if I had skipped some, you, you're damn well right. We the back. miracle <laughs> of editing. Yeah. All right. Let's put, um, let's put f- four minutes on the clock. And um, Brandon, we'll start with you. So it's that thing. It's got all my books stacked on top of it. Um, I also use it to just throw some odds and ends on it sometimes. But, you know, it just stands up against the wall. Looks pretty. Oh, you mean a shelf, right? He's just talking about a shelf, right, Sean? Uh, no, 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 no. A shelf is uh, one of those creatures in the Lord of the Rings trilogy that uh, a lot of them shoot, like, bows and arrows and stuff. But some of them use swords, and they're really tall and have pointy ears and stuff. Uh, that's the common misconception. That's actually an elf. You're talking about an elf, right, David? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of a word now. <laughs> an elf is? No, no. An, an elf is when you're, you know, you're uh, uh, talking about someone who happens to be you. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's yourself. <laughs> oh. That's a self, right, uh, Brandon? No, no, no. Self is what the doctor checks when you go in there for a checkup. You mean make your sure blood selfs? <laughs> it, it makes sure you know it's 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 a checkup on on yourself. So uh, it's a it's a self checkup. Dang it, dang it, that doesn't work very well. What? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm oh. gonna go with my thing. Uh, yeah, so you draw some some of your blood cells. That you're thinking of a cell. That's sure. A yeah. Cell. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. what I was thinking. I'm sure it is. That was a, a cell, right, Sean? No, it's, a cell is is the thing that's kind of on the side of a staircase, and a lot of skateboard dudes like to put the skateboard up on top of it and like ride down it. Skateboard. Yeah, I won't let you get away with that because you have a sudden <laughs> accident. That's a rail. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a rail, right, David? No, no, no. A, a rail is a thing. Uh, it's like round, and you put water in it, you know, and you got to carry it into the kitchen before you, uh, you know, mop the floor there. No, that's a that's a pail. Oh, uh, that's a pail, right, Brandon? No, 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 no. Uh, a pail is that thing that sticks off the back of your dog's butt. Well, not quite the butt, but <laughs> above it, you know. It <laughs> wags around. Sure, that's a that's a tail, though. That's a tail, right, Sean? Uh, no, no, a tail is a thing that. Uh, when you're on a boat, you run it up, and it's like a big piece of uh, cloth, and it catches the wind, so that it helps the the boat move. That's actually a sail, right, David? No, no, no. That's uh, a sail's a that guy. That's uh, sounds like he has laryngitis when he's trying to play Batman. <laughs> oh no, no, that's Christian Bale. 
Oh. Uh, right, Brandon? Um, no, 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 no. No, that's, that's uh, when things are marked down to like 50% off. Nope, that's a sale. Right, Sean? Um, no, a sale is a, is a story that you tell, uh, like, like a, a, a four-fetch nope, story tale. that you tell. That's a tale. Right, David? Uh, no, that's that, uh, that green stuff that used to be grown for garbage, but uh, now everyone <laughs> says it's a health food. Nope, that's kale. Right, Brandon? Oh. No, no, no. We're talking about the things that eat all the krill in the water. They're, nope, they're really big. Right, Sean? No, a whale is uh, 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 something that you pull water out of. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a well. Right, David? <laughs> Ten seconds. No, no. A, a well is that thing, uh, is that place where you, you go when you die unequivocally <laughs> with no other option. <laughs> I'm getting a taste of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, I don't discriminate based on religious beliefs. I'll give you a point for that. <laughs> I almost went with Christian for Christian Bale. No, no, it's one of those guys that believes in Jesus. Well, see, the first thing I thought of was uh, Nathan Hale. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm not playing that part of the game. All right. Round one, done. Round two, through. Intermission improv. That's all done, dog. Also, last round of the game. Round three. Final round. Uh, once again, one of my favorite games to play. One of my least favorite games to write. It's science versus fiction. Fight! If you've ever been watching the Sci-Fi Channel and thought, who wrote this crap? Today, that answer might be me. In this game, I will give you the name and a brief description of a Sci-Fi Channel original film, and you tell me if it's an actual Sci-Fi original or if it's something that I just made up. These will be assigned, but they will be assigned with a twist. Um... The other two players can wager a point on whether or not they think the movie is real or not. If you get it wrong, you will lose a point. If I assign the question to you, the regular rules apply. You don't lose anything if you get it wrong. But if you do decide to make a bet on it and it's not your turn, that point may be forfeit. Does anyone have any questions before we begin? Mm, not me. No. Fantastic. All right, David, I'm going to start with you. I'll give you the name and description. You tell me if you think it's a real movie or not. Okay. The Sci-Fi Channel original, Hound of Destiny. Joel was your typical college, college student until the day an old man knocked on his door and explained that he is, in fact, the reincarnation... He being Joel, not the old man. is the reincarnation of Anubis, the ancient Egyptian god of dogs and the underworld. Apparently, a battle for control of the land of the dead is coming soon, and Joel has to pick a side. Also, the old man, Barnabas, is really one of the dogs that guard the gates to the underworld and has taken human form to help train Joel in the use of his newly activated godly powers. 
Is that real or did I make it up? I think you made it up. Okay. Anyone want to bet? I'm going to bet that you made it up. It sounds it sounds too entertaining. Like this this is one that has has potential. It does sound like it's, it's too good of a show. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think I'm going to wager that you made it up as well. You are all correct. I did make it up. <clears throat> Brandon, Stickman. The main character, Liv, is haunted by the Stickman, a nightmare creature brought to life when she and her sister read a certain poem. The monster killed Liv's family when she was seven and now has come back to her ten years later and starts murdering the girls at the halfway house where she's staying. It's up to her to convince the other girls that the monster is real and to figure out a way to stop the stick man once and for all. See, now this just sounds ridiculous, so I'm going to say that this is a real one. Okay. Sean? Uh, no, I'm not going to wager on this one. Hmm. I'll wager that it's real. Correct. It is real. Sean. Yeah. Where Warlock. Where Warlock. You get it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Long ago, a wizard fought a werewolf. He was bitten and cursed not only with lycanthropy, but also with immortality thanks to the magic in his blood. Cut to modern day Seattle where Balric. That's the witch's name. Now a genetic scientist, going by just Rick, has made a recent breakthrough that, when combined with an ancient spell, may finally cure him. Unfortunately, the mages from his former order consider him a disgrace and an abomination and have once again tracked him down and are trying to kill him. I think that's real. Okay. David? I wager that it's not real. Okay. I'm going with David. It's it's fake. Uh, you're all right, except for Sean. <laughs> Which is it fine. should be real. That's a good. That sounds like a good movie. Well, see, that's that's your indicator <laughs> for this, though. If you think that I might watch that, if if I was just sitting at home by myself, that usually means John wrote it. <laughs> uh, David. Yes. Demon Shark. Oh. Your classic good news, bad news situation. The good news is that Marcus's exorcism was a success and the demon was cast out of him. The bad news is that the demon floated away to possess the nearest living thing, which is a small shark at the local aquarium. The really bad news is that once imbued with the essence of the demon, the shark grows to an enormous size and is no longer bound by sharkly restrictions like water or the laws of physics. The demon shark goes on an evil, flying, bloody, killing rampage. I don't think that's real. Okay. I'm going to wager that it is real. Okay. I am I feel like I've seen this movie. And so I think I I think that it's real. Not real. Nah. Ah. Oh, this is a saw. I was wagering on sharks. Sci-Fi Channel loves sharks. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know your tales. Uh, Brandon. Demon Song. 
Demon Song. One night, after a string of bad relationships and terrible first dates, Anna has decided to give up on love. She and her best friend Kate drunkenly slash accidentally summon a, de a demonic siren to exact revenge on every dude in her life for being a piece of shit. It turns out her great-grandmother was an actual siren. Suddenly, guys she knows start going crazy and killing themselves, driven insane by a song no one else can hear, even the nice ones. Hmm, that one's close. I'm going to go with fake. Okay. I um, wager fake. I'm, fake. I'm not going to wager on this one. Sean abstains. Correct. Made up. Why aren't you writing instead of doing <laughs> this? <laughs> because I can write nine of these. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. The real ones don't really have any more substance than you're putting into it anyway. Correct. Yeah. Uh, if I told you, well, I mean, you know, like every now and then I consider adding like the names of like the star or making up a star. I'm like, nah, I don't want to, I mean, they knew what they were doing, but I still don't, I don't want to rub their faces in it. All right. Uh, <laughs> that was Brandon. So this is Sean. <laughs> Ozark sharks. <laughs> a vacation to the Ozarks goes awry when bull sharks infiltrate Arkansas's freshwater lakes. No one seems to know how or why they got into the lakes, but it's a sci-fi channel movie, it doesn't matter. And they wreak havoc on a town's big fireworks festival. Uh, fun fact, fireworks also end up being one of the favorite weapons for killing said sharks. That's pretty much the whole plot. I think I don't think it's real. Hmm, okay. David. I'm gonna wait I'm gonna wager that it's real as well because you fake you faked him out with a fake shark one last time, so you're gonna throw in a real shark one this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna wager it's real. But only because I remember the film. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh so David. Mm-hmm. Cobra Gator. Oh. <laughs> From the thing that bought you Piranaconda comes Cobra Gator. An insane genetic engineer living out in the bayou creates a hybrid between a King Cobra snake and an alligator. Particular uh -huh. Cobra Gator. The creature escapes and begins chasing down the first human prey it encounters, a group of young people who pick the wrong place to shoot their music video. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think that's real. <laughs> okay. I'm going to wager real. I'm uh, going to say real, too, because John laughed too much at it. <laughs> You've heard my show, right? <laughs> you, you laugh with your own jokes, but you laughed at the description. You've heard my show. All right. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is real. I remembered that one, too. <laughs> Dave watches a lot of sci-fi channel movies. <laughs> no, no, I really don't. I just somehow become... I, I, I catch wind of them enough to be like, oh, God. 
right. Two left. Uh, so this is Brandon. Vampirantula. <laughs> Deep in the Amazon, a team of researchers stumble upon a nest of pure nightmare fuel. Jet black creatures with the legs and body of large tarantulas and the wings and bloody appetites of vampire bats. It's a struggle for survival as the deadly creatures begin picking off members of the team one by one. As near as I could tell, the tagline for this film was not all furry, all fury, but it should have been. You made that all up. You made it all up. Okay. I agree. I did make up the tagline. It should have been all furry, all fury. David, you want to bet? I wager you made up the whole thing. Correct. And I mean, if David hasn't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I have never seen any of these things. I just remember that these things exist. The commercial, yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember seeing like uh, like like posters more than anything. Just like, right. what? what in God's name? No. Last one. I think this goes wait, 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 does it exist? No, 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 I made it up. You're correct. Okay. Okay. But I would make the tagline all furry, all fury. <laughs> sci fi channel, if you're listening. Actually, if the sci fi channel is listening, they should do Love Quake, which was on a previous episode. <laughs> Love Quake. That one was awesome. All right, last one Beyond Crater Mountain. Sequel to the 2011 film Crater Mountain, in which a secret government lab under Crater Mountain in Washington State becomes overrun with the living dead. The sequel is basically the same plot. One or two of the zombies weren't killed dead enough and escape from the now defunct facility. The only survivor from the first movie, Sergeant Angela Blake, has been keeping tabs on the site and leads a brand new team into the woods to track down the zombies and finish the job. Uh, who's it for? I don't remember. Let's say it's for you. Oh, me? Uh, I, it's not real. Okay. I think that if the Sci-Fi Channel were making a zombie movie, they'd come up with a better title. It'd be like Zombie Mountain or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'm Mount go Zombieist. <laughs> what, what? I'm going to go contrary to Sean. Okay, you think it's real? Yeah, just uh, because Sean said it wasn't. <laughs> I, I wager that one? it is. It is not real. Not real. Uh, you are correct. It is not real. But Ooh. Sean, I take your note. I should have called it Zombie Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Zombie Crater, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you back the. Well, see, Crater, crater of the Living Dead. <laughs> I thought Crater Mountain was a good one. Um, until I realized there was an actual Crater Mountain. <laughs> but Crater Mountain kind of sounds like an oxymoron. I know. That's why I thought it was a good title. <laughs> uh, so that was the last one. Um, I'm going to do something unprecedented here. I'm going to give you... because That's the last one that I did. Um, I had one more title that I did not... Um, that I didn't write out. Mm. Uh, I will let each of you kind of an impromptu intermission improv. I will let each of you pitch me what is the plot of Beta Squid? 
Brandon, go. So Beta Squid is about a squid that escapes its tank but gets tangled up in a beta tape player. And uh, instead of okay. shooting ink, it Thank now you shoots. Thank for your time. We'll, 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 we'll call you Sean. Uh, beta Squid is about a, uh, a little girl has one of those beta fish in a tank and accidentally drops it. And uh, the, 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 the beta fish goes down into the sewer and gets slid out into the ocean where it falls in love with a squid. And uh, they, make, they make sweet love together. And, I got and, it. Okay. David, that's going to be hard to top. What do you got? Mine was very close to that. <laughs> <laughs> Mine had to do with a little girl having a betta fish, it, getting killed, going down to the toilet. They flush it down the toilet, and then it flushes out into a radioactive uh, drop, a drainage drop-off and merges with the DNA of, of a squid and uh, become like some that. hideous undead uh, sea creature. <clears throat> okay, I've got another one, John. I've got another one. What about a little boy that has a squid that dies, and they flush it down a toilet, and it, and it merges with a betta fish? <laughs> okay. That's it. That, that's the best one right there. <laughs> what about uh, an American who, uh, who tries to eat a live squid, and it... He doesn't swallow it fast enough, and it get it like sticks to the inside of his throat, you know. And as he's like struggling to breathe, he falls into a vat of radioactive acid. <laughs> oh, and he's a college student who belongs to the Greek house of Beta Beta Beta, right? Well, see, I was gonna say he. he's Why was he near a vat of radioactive acid? What's that about? It's, it's a sci-fi channel. That, aren't there always radioactive acid vats <laughs> just sitting around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, but he's a, he's a beta male, you know. He's <laughs> the girls don't like him. Uh, he has no confidence in himself. There's a crazy uh, professor doing experiments, and you know. But the uh, the powers of the 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 squid give him confidence to go for the ladies. And once <laughs> yeah. he grows the tentacles, it becomes a whole hentai situation. And he starts squirting ink everywhere. <laughs> well, and, you know, there have been scientific studies that say squid and octopus. Their DNA comes from a world that's different than ours, so uh -huh. so you could throw in some aliens in there too, Sean. Or come on, let's let, let's workshop this. I, Same. I, I I like the idea of taking this over from John. It's not hard to write the plot to a Sci-Fi Channel original movie. It just <laughs> takes a long time to come up with nine of them. <laughs> yeah. Or at least I should I should rephrase that. It takes longer and more effort than I want to put into one round of one game. Sad that game show. It might be a, a lot of fun writing those scripts. Oh yeah, it, it always, yes. Tell you, love Quake. Look it up. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Final scores. Brandon. 20 points. Sean. Mm -hmm. 18 points. David. 19 points. Wow. Wow. That was a nail biter. It was really close. It, it was, was all the bonus points from the last round that everyone was getting right, wasn't it? It yeah, that, that actually that that cost you a couple. Because you had you had a you had a pretty big lead and you kind of you guys all kind of balanced out on the um on the intermission improv. And 
and the, and the last round with the wagering. Brandon, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> according to my clock, it is now tomorrow. So um, congratulations on passing through the veil and being the uh, winner of the 100th episode of Captain Game Show. Would you like to uh, pitch, plug, promote, but not the way you normally do, in a more centennial way? (laughs) (laughs) So basically pitch it in an old man voice. (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea what that means. I'm leaving it to him. He you can, just can say find no. all of my stuff over at Fandom Podcast. Oh, sorry. Let me catch my breath. Fandompodcast.com. But, you know, for the uh, 100th episode, I think you should leave a rating and review for Captain Game Show. Uh, <laughs> out of breath, old man. Is that the same thing? I got it. Sure. Uh, Sean. Oh, you can you can use your little Facebook machine there and, uh, and you can look up at the the Star Trek All Access and uh, and the Cosmic Tater. <laughs> Pretty good on that voice. <laughs> Want to give you another point? You're, you're tied with David now. <laughs> David. Back in my day, we had things called podcasts, and I had a couple of them. DC on screen, where we just talked about Birds of Prey, or as it's just been renamed, the Harley Quinn. And we also had Star Trek UCast, the Star Trek Universe podcast. We're talking about Picard and how they don't use my Enterprise. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, thank you, guys. As for me, you can find other episodes of Captain Game Show, wherever you found this episode of Captain Game Show. I will second Brandon's emotion. Please do um, rate, review, share uh, with uh, friends and families. Um, Go back and listen to some of the other episodes. They're not really in any kind of order. I mean, like, you know, they're numbered. But it's not like you have to start at the beginning. Unless unless you're playing the hidden game. Uh, Those are sequential. And, uh, but I'm... I would be surprised if you're playing the hidden game. It's fine. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I suspect that someone somewhere years from now will be like, but he did what? And they'll uncover it like the like the Rosetta Stone. And mm-hmm. like, that is the dumbest message I spent. I spent two years deciphering this shit. <laughs> That's right, you did. It will bring a lost language back to the earth. Yeah. <laughs> It's the one thing that makes me make my podcast stand out from every other podcast. I try patience on a level <laughs> no other podcaster would dare. <laughs> uh, case in point, you've heard you've just listened to episode one hundred. I got the balls to invite you back and try to do this again. Come back, listen to another episode one hundred and one, and all episodes beyond of Captain Game Show. After credit bonus scene. Uh, thanks, guys, for um, juggling your schedules around to do this. Of course. You are welcome. All right. You are not welcome. I'll take it. <laughs> Two out of three. <laughs> I call it a win. That's more welcome than I usually feel.
I did this for spite. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't and know how that works, but that's, that's fine. Your score will reflect it. I'll show you how it works. <laughs> After credit bonus scene. Give me some random object. Oh, David just Before... dropped off the call. Oh. I think we lost Brian. Uh, David. We lost David. Oh, I'm glad you said something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it oh, happened just as you was calling. Just as you were calling on him, it said David left the call. Okay, should I call him again or try? To I'm trying. I'm trying to call him now. It says unavailable. We're experiencing some bad weather tonight in Birmingham, so it could have something to do with that. Oh. Well. Yeah. Well, we're waiting. Um, Let me see if I can get him on Facebook. Sean, I'm gonna bump your half point up. <laughs> <laughs> For noticing that he dropped out. Well, it's it's less in um, in recognition of something that you did, and more to punish David. <laughs> <laughs> After credit bonus scene. Final scores. And this this game actually started off. It was not close at all, <laughs> but through uh, various shenanigans. Uh, you guys, shenanigans, yeah, shenaner squids, shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, see, that would be a dead giveaway. I would name my movie something shenanigans, shenana shrimp, shenana <laughs> sci fi channel would never do that. The bottom right. feeders have come to the top, shenana <laughs> shrimp. After credit bonus scene, you're workshopping on the 100th episode, man. I mean. You're always growing, oh. always moving forward. If you, oh, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be workshopping from question to question, son. <laughs> After credit bonus scene, come back, listen to another episode 101 and all episodes beyond of Captain Game Show. Do it, Captain Game Show. Yeah, no. when when I when I string out Captain Game Show, that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's why that's why I did that because I'm like I'm not gonna put that in the show, except I have a feeling. Yeah. After credit bonus scene. All right, I'm going to bed. Yeah, I was about to say I'm right behind you, but that sounds worse than it really is. No. I'm also. <laughs> you are, you're welcome in my home anytime, John. But you are not welcome in my bedroom. Appreciate that. <laughs> For 129 years, the holidays have started with the flavor of McCormick, making memories around the table and bringing families together with aromas that awaken our emotions and tastes like cinnamon dancing on our tongue. Because it's the recipes we pass on to the next generation that are the reason there's really no flavor like home. And that's where you'll find the flavor of McCormick. <laughs> Excellent.